0: Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Listing, where we discuss the business of real estate outside the listing environment. I am your host, Jeremy Medore.
1: And I'm Danielle Downs.
0: So Danielle, today we have a wonderful guest um, and I'll let her introduce herself when the time comes, but we had a wonderful spirited conversation pertaining to taking off the blinders and thinking a little bit beyond your limited view, uh, because a lot of people live in their heads and we only know, we only know what we know. Um, And what are some ways that, you know, we can all do a bit better at considering that there's other options out there, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, and I think that that's what we try to do here at, at the office yeah. and, and at Medor Photography. Absolutely. Um, and uh, we were just talking just a moment ago about um, embracing whatever the universe throws at us, um, particularly in this snowy climate that we call New England. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what what's what's the key takeaway that you had just had shared with me um, about some of the recent client behavior in regards to snowstorms.
1: freshly fallen snow is a good picture it really is yep um, really is. we live Why? in new england and especially if you have a yard or a beautiful space freshly fallen snow people like that yeah you come to new england you might not love the winters but if you're here you know it's coming
0: right and there is something serene and beautiful oh, about that. a nice snow-covered ground Absolutely. Um, and I know that for a lot of people, it does mean clean out work and, you know, snow blowing yeah. at the curb and stuff like sure. that. But the truth of the matter is there's a certain romanticism into that. It's beautiful. And truly, you can't run from it. No. I not, mean, not here. Not here. Not here. <laughs> not here. Um, and so uh, it, it, the best way to um, work with it is to lean into it and embrace it. Yep. And so you can market with those kinds of images really well because they do showcase a home in a fantastic way. Absolutely. During the time period that you're marketing it, right? Obviously Mm -hmm. we don't use winter photos for spring. You're going to want to have a refresh, Um, but definitely don't let that be the holdup of marketing a listing.
1: Right. Especially if it's a freshly fallen, like we, we had that storm on Sunday Yeah. and we did, we had requests for the exterior shots being done on Monday and we had plenty of people. So we got out there and did it. Yep. It was
0: awesome. And just for our viewers, we're, uh, we're recording this just after the new year um so we're in the first full week of um january yeah. and so by the time we release it it'll be the i think second week of february if my memory serves me correct i think so yeah and so um here's to uh hoping what those those uh, that week looks like um <laughs> we have another 4 weeks ahead of us but um i'm really uh, anxious to see what this winter does because so cool. far this winter we've had a pretty decent winter market absolutely um so let's uh let's hope that things continue. Yep. Uh, we've recently um, seen a decline in interest rates, which I think is helping open up a little bit of um, a homeowner's um, willingness to encounter a new loan uh, by, by purchasing their next house because it's hard obviously to transition out of a low rate interest um, mortgage into a higher interest mortgage Right. in addition to paying a little bit, a little bit, little bit more for that other house because of market values having been increased. Mm-hmm. So, um it that's a difficult transition for some people, which is one of the reasons why there's a limited inventory, you know, for twenty twenty three. Um so let's just see how how twenty twenty four shapes up. Yeah, I
1: mean we had I think so far we have fifty appointments this week, which which is for not January. Bad. <laughs> which for January is really especially good. at the end of a snowstorm. Yeah. I mean, that's still pretty that's a pretty good week.
0: It is. Yep. It is. I like that you're tracking those numbers. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, the, obviously those are things that I track and and the fact that, you know, I have someone else. Uh, yeah, second set eyes on that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, I like it because you you know sometimes we'll talk at the end of the day and you're like you had a busy day and I'm like I did. Yeah, you know sometimes it's just a blur and I have no idea what I added on for yep. the day because I've talked to so many people or you know emails. Yep. Um, and then I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, if we had 30 appointments on Monday and by Monday afternoon we're up to 50. That, yeah, yeah, 20. Day. Yeah, exactly. That's a busy day. Yeah,
0: every <laughs> once in a while I'll see, especially even this time of year, I'll see you post uh, a, a numbers gain as far as volume yeah. in a given day, something similar to what we'll see sometimes during the spring market. Um, And that's always a very encouraging thing to see occur. Absolutely, So we'll take it. Anyhow, so without further ado, we're gonna get into our guest. Great. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Beyond the Listing. I'm your host, Jeremy Medor, and I'm sitting today with.
2: I'm Sarah Lyman. I've been a real estate agent here in North Central Massachusetts for 24 years, and I'm so excited to be here.
0: Fantastic! Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. I'm really, really looking forward to the conversation that we have lined up. Me too. Making your job something that you enjoy again—it's—it's it's a project. It's not—it's something—it's not something that just naturally happens. Mm-hmm. You have to focus on it. Yeah. Right. Um, what are some of the strategies that you employed to get there? Like, t- take me on your—take uh, me on a brief journey as to where you were and where you are now.
2: Well, I think going back to what you first said, you know, your work has to be just like any other relationship that you have in your life, you know, in every relationship that's good in your life, you have to put intention and work behind. And if your focus on those relationships is that they're going to be difficult and they're going to be challenging, that's what they're going to be. And I think during COVID, so many of us didn't have the time to breathe To think about what we were really doing on a daily basis, it was sort of fight or flight, but it was also in real estate just grind, grind, grind. Get through this
0: transaction. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. And so it was just different. Um, And I think for me, I mean, when I look at my 17 year journey as being a broker owner, it had gotten to the point where I had done all the things I wanted to do. Sure, you checked the boxes and. I got to a point where I knew my business was where it needed to be. Okay. But I wasn't where I wanted to be anymore.
0: Oh, interesting. You know. Where 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 is it that you wanted to be that you weren't? Because this the truth is is that you are in a spot now yeah. that you intend on being.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: It might not be exactly where you want to end up at, but you're yeah. on the progression to there.
2: Oh yeah. You're always on the progression as to where you're gonna go. It's just making sure that you have a North Star that you're headed towards. I think for me, my North star right now is a little bit lost. I actually said that to somebody yesterday because I'm really good at setting goals and achieving them. I knew when it was time for my own independent brokerage to come to an end, it was because I had other goals in life that I wanted to reach, but it was also because during COVID I had three kids that had all finished high school and gone off to college. Uh And that, you know, um, kind of pinnacle in life and looking back on it, it hit me so hard that I did not devote the time that I needed to as a parent to really embrace that time of their lives, you know? And so really coming out of COVID into, well, being in the middle of COVID 2020, 2021, the end of 2021, I really knew that where hometown needed to go was somewhere that I couldn't take them alone. Okay. My business partner and I both had different things out of life that we wanted. Mm -hmm. And I, my focus was so focused on agent development Mm -hmm. that I couldn't keep doing that on the level that I was doing it and be the type of mom and wife that I Ah, wanted to be. And so that had
0: to, your priorities had to shuffle
2: that had to shuffle. And then I had gotten this amazing opportunity to become a Tom Ferry coach. And for me, that goal was something that I could attain and be a better mom and a wife and be able to work wherever I wanted to work.
0: Yeah. All right. So So it
2: all just kind of came together in that way.
0: All right. So, so you, you are looking for a North star right now, you said?
2: I'm totally trying to redefine that North star. Okay. What,
0: so the North star that you, that you had encountered before that you were pursuing um, and still are from the sounds of it is to focus on your own personal development your own personal improvement as it pertains to both your business and personal lives oh yeah right and with it with an emphasis sounds like as being a mother um, and spending true connection with your kids yeah right uh, and that's the same reason honestly that I moved to Maine yeah. is that I needed to focus on family um, and it was you know it, it's easy for it to take a back seat and get lost in the shuffle when you're pursuing your own business or professional goals. Yeah. Um, and initially your family doesn't complain and then it just gets to be the usual, you know, day after day. Oh, daddy's daddy's gone today. Daddy's gone today. Daddy's gone today. And then it becomes an old shoe. And then you wake up one day and you're like, what have I been doing? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so you had all that and, and, or I had all that and it sounds like you had similar experience. All of that. Um, so, so my own North Star right now for me is also being searched for. Um, and that's one of the reasons for this podcast to exist oh. um, because in uh, and, and next level studio. So Mador Photography is going to continue to be the brand that it always has been. Uh, and we're going to continue building that and, and nurturing it and growing it. Which is it.
2: like the number one real estate photography, videography, marketing thing in our area of New England. I'm so thankful that I was able to find you guys. We're
0: thankful for people like you. Um, because uh you you guys give us value mm-hmm. by being full tilt, plugged into what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um because there needs to be that collaborative effort. Yeah. Right. And to
2: grow together. You Correct.
0: Know? Correct. Because growing by yourself is just lonely. <laughs> we we are we're trying to grow above, grow beyond some of our early established um Uh, business basics, meaning Mm -hmm. that um, it's not necessarily that they were bad or, 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 or whatever. It's more along, more along the lines that we've grown the company to a point where we can achieve much more than we had initially set out to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like selling, it's like specializing just in condos versus going to Concord and selling multi-millions. Right. Um, And not to say that we want more Concord homes, just more along the lines of we're looking for agents who are more invested in their marketing strategies and their brand management not transactionally, yeah. right? And that's really the dy- the, the, the dynamic shift. So, um, one of our brokerages that we do a lot of business with uh, gave us a survey. Uh, that we're going to be p- featured on their social media, so on and so forth. And they they had a a, a bunch of specific questions that, that they each that they asked each of the vendors. And one of the questions was, you know, what is your forecast for twenty twenty four? And I'm like, well, that's kind of ambiguous. It's vague. I mean, I don't have a crystal ball, but mm-hmm. what I will say is that more and more we're seeing key agents developing marketing strategies that are more focused on defining who they are as an agent and not talking about their numbers and their performance mm-hmm. stats. Yeah, Because we've, I think, and from my mouth to, to the world, hopefully, um, I think that the time is long since passed for us to completely sun down the whole I'm better than you a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Um, And this idea of pursuit of perfection and all this kind of stuff and like, you know, always shining in front of everybody. It's all (laughs) right. And so we need to embrace that and, and flip the script and the next script, not even script. There is no next script.
2: No. And you and I had this discussion in 2020. We did. You know, I came to you and I said, I want you guys to develop a video, some sort of video content that we can have for my brokerage that talks more about, us, that talks more about how we are different and what we're doing. And I think you were already on that journey and you already saw how important that was going to be. You know what I mean? And so for you to be able to future forecast your business that way is so important because that's the reality of what our industry is heading into. It's understanding the value you bring to the table and that the only person that you're in competition with every single day is, is yourself exactly. and how to make yourself better. Yourself and yesterday. That's my, yeah, yeah, yesterday and today, cause you can be better than you are today. <laughs> that has been my constant, 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 just word that I've been spreading to my agents, you know, for the last four years is it is not about what she's doing or what he's doing no. or, or them or that brokerage or that brokerage. It's what are we doing to make ourselves
0: my goodness, yes. better to our clients? Yep. Yep. More and
2: resourceful to our clients.
0: That's, that's the focus, right? And if it's not your focus, you start running into this keeping up with the Joneses mm-hmm. thing. And that's exhausting. Yeah, um, It's burnout territory because nothing's ever going to be good enough. But if you're comparing yourself today to yourself yesterday, you have a larger sense of pride and achievement for who you are today versus yesterday. Yeah. And maybe maybe yesterday was a better version of you, but you can remember that or mm-hmm. you reflect on it and say, oh, I went down the wrong path today. you know, and that's a good catch. That's some good self accountability. Um, and so the best
2: actually measurable because you can't really measure yourself against what other people or other companies are doing, you know?
0: Yes. Yes. Cause numbers, honestly, they might look fine on paper, but the truth of the matter is what did you do to get there? How did you do it? What kind of person are you in the long run? Um, those are all key factors as to what makes you unique. Um, and additionally, um, when you talk to people that could be your clients, being able to filter out the people that you can identify better with mm-hmm. or filter in the people that you could identify better with is truly what makes your job fun again, Yeah. right? Getting back to the beginning of your statement, right? Um, the, the best people that we've talked to so far have been people that realize that yeah. and can specify this is who my ideal client is. And it's not because it's a demographic thing it's a mindset thing, right? And you can't really demographic a mindset. And that's the hard part. Mm -hmm. So I think video is going to become more and more prominent as a result, because people get to have full conversations and they get to have a better insight as to what makes the agent who they are. Yeah, Um, And so that's going to be important. So
2: It's going to be ridiculously important, especially when you think of what's happening in our industry as far as portal leads. So all of these sites that can outspend us and you know, make it easier, easier for the client to get the information that they want and click. And, you know, the Zillow's, the Realtor.com, the the Veterans United, the only way individual agents and brokerages can compete with that is when they're working on a relation, a relationship basis, you know, and the quickest way to build that is through video. It's where people get to know you. They get to hear your story. They get to, you know, know, like, and trust you. Yep.
0: Yep. And you know, um one of your agents was just recently on our show and and she does a wonderful job with that because she integrates her her day-to-day life into her professional life, which for the longest time was a huge no-no. Yeah. Right. It was like, you know, never the two shall meet kind of thing. Um, but she does that with such a flair for and she's got a talent for it. Um
2: but it's not even a talent. Like she's providing her authentic self. Like that is her right. on her good days, her bad days, her messy days. Okay. And I think that's where she's finding such success. And it's this shiny penny syndrome that agents of my generation grew up with thinking they could only show the good.
0: Yep.
2: You know. Their best when self. the reality is is that all of our lives are messy and so the more you can show the whole you, yep. the easier it is to build that relationship with the client quickly.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Or your community. Not even the client, I think with the whole community.
0: Yeah, because it needs to extend beyond the client mm-hmm. because if, because then it, if you're only looking on a client basis, it's still transactional. Yeah. Right. So it needs to be more holistic. Um, and what better way to do that than to be involved on a deeper level. Yeah. Right. Um, so that that's, that's, it's fun. It's fun to do that. And it does bring joy back into it because there's some true fulfillment there. Yeah. So, um, so tell me a little bit about your coaching with Tom Ferry. I'd like to delve into that a little bit. How are you, How? what kind of rewards and fulfillment are you finding through that?
2: Um, I have been in coaching with one program or another pretty much ever since I opened my brokerage. So in 2007, I was with Buffini. Um, and then I was with a couple of other companies before I found Tom and I've been with them for about six years now. And my coach had said to me about two years ago, Hey, you know, we, we need more coaches. We really think you would be a great fit because you've really run the full gamut of this industry. Um, and I thought to myself, like, that wasn't something that was ever on my radar. Um, but for me, I thrive on being able to see the different dynamics of our business and being able to see what other agents are doing on a really in-depth level from across the country. And I got a little taste of that through being within his organization as an, as a client. Okay. But my world really opened up when I went through their coaching program and being able to see on an even deeper level, what people are bringing to the table. And so for me, it's really helped to kind of fill a void That wasn't there. When you're a broker owner for a small independent company, you know, I owned a REMAX for five years. So I got a lot from other agents around New England being affiliated with that organization. And I loved REMAX. I think it's an amazing brand. Then the market crashed and we couldn't afford to renew our franchise contract you know, it was $150,000. Yeah, probably (laughs) not going to happen. I mean, that's over the course of what I paid them for five years, way back when. Um, So we decided to go independent. And the reality is when you're an independent business owner, similar to yourself, it can be a really lonely island. Yes. Super, super lonely island. And so for me, I was focused on my own personal development, but that can only go so far if you're not getting stuff from other people. Yep. You know, and so for me, getting into coaching on this level has really been able to have me push that dynamic of wanting to become better each day Got it. and growing in a different way than what I just find in my own little niche areas. Okay. You know,
0: interesting. Yeah. So, so tra- the transition be- from, from being a client with Tom Ferry to being a coach with Tom Ferry, it really opened up your eyes to some things that you were not conscious of before or it just galvanized some things.
2: It made me stop looking at things through my own lens.
0: All right. Okay.
2: It. it transitioned me into looking at things through the lens of clients that were going to be all over the country mm-hmm. and how different real estate is, but how similar it is mm-hmm. in every single marketplace, mm-hmm. you know? And so it really got me to think it, 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 reduced my limiting beliefs. You know, we get so stuck in our head sometimes that, you know, we can only do certain things because it's how it's done here. And now I realize because I have to coach people in Oklahoma and California and Texas and Florida that, oh, yeah, no, just because they're doing it there, I can totally do it here. Sure. Too. You
1: sure.
0: know? Okay. So it opened up your worldview mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so talk a little bit about those blinders that that it's not just agents, by the way. it's I think it's any business professional, to be honest, mm-hmm. or even in your personal life, you can do the same thing that you get stuck in your own head. Tell me a little bit about how you might coach somebody to get them out of that mindset. That's probably worth like two hours right there, but
2: yeah, probably. I mean, so much of what we do with our clients is just leading it back to curiosity. We ask lots and lots of questions to kind of get them to understand that they're having a limiting belief about Ah, things. Okay. So it
0: becomes self-awareness on that point. Yeah. Right. So, so the goal is to make them, not to get, make them, to encourage them to question what they're doing and why. Yes. And lead themselves potentially to their own success.
2: Yes. Yeah. They, we don't, they do not want us to be directive coaches. Good. And that's hard because broker owners, when you go into a situation and you onboard new agents and you develop and you train agents, which I did for 17 years, it's a very directive pursuit. Mm-hmm. You have to do a, this B is P how you do to it. Do it. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And now it's like, for me, it's a total role reversal because I'm okay. like, well, how would that, how would that change your business? Oh. If you did these things, what difference would it make in your business? What, so oh, different sort of making your income.
0: So by giving them those questions that they have to discover the answers for the process of that discovery itself takes the blinders off potentially. Yeah. It um, helps
2: them get the buy-in for the actions yeah. that they need to take to Beautiful. make themselves successful. Beautiful. You know, I've got a lot of, um, you know, you talk about your, your client avatar, you know, I have a podcast. My avatar is middle-aged women, you know, sure. I have three kids that are in their twenties. I've got a 12 year old, I've been doing real estate for a long time. So how do I build my avatar off of that? And it's women that maybe don't want to get on camera. They don't want to do video. They don't mm-hmm. want to promote themselves in certain ways. And it's for me working with those clients, it's getting them to understand that there's so many other ways to do things yeah. other than worrying about how you're going to show up with or without a filter on, you know? Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so do you actively strive to, to live outside a comfort zone?
2: I think 2023 was like that for me. And towards the end of last year into this year, I'm not moving in that way, okay. but I think it's cause I'm still trying to figure out, you know, damn girl, you crushed some really big goals over the last three years. What's next sure. type of thing, sure. you know? So I'm I'm moving with a little more comfort right now.
0: So what is next?
2: I think I, and I've given this so much thought over the last couple of weeks. And um, I really think for me right now, the focus has to be, you've done everything that you've done so that you can be more present at home with your family and, you know, with my husband. And he has a lot of work um, outside of the country this year, which is a little bit different for him. And so it's just kind of figuring out how to make the most of the moments that we are together. I want to take a vacation this year and be fully, fully present,
0: Ah, you know? And and that means you're leaving some stuff away from your vacation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I think the big light that went off for me was, I think it was 2019, my senior, my oldest daughter was graduating and, um,
0: High school or college? High school. Okay.
2: There was a text message that she had sent and she goes, she, she, she was defending me and she was defending me about how hard I work okay. and not to give too much backstory. She was like, you don't understand. Like, yeah, Sarah, mom can do all of these things, but she doesn't take a vacation. We go away, but she's not on vacation. She's sure. working the whole time. Sure. And when she forwarded me that text message and I saw it, that was when the light went off. I like, get it. You need to stop what you're doing. Yep you're ruining the best years of everyone's lives around you, you know? And so for me, I got to go away a lot last year and I got to be more present than I had been in a long time, but I wasn't fully shut off. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to fully shut off. So this is where I'm going this year. You know, I'm finally in a spot where our transition into our new office is completely done. I've gotten to put everything that was in the past in the past. And I'm doing developmental stuff for my new brokerage, which is really, really fun. I'm, I'm moving into speaking a little bit for Tom, which is super fun. And I've got like, I've got 25 coaching clients. So that on top of my sales and running my team is really finally going in the right direction. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So it sounds to me like your, your, your what's next is already taking shape. (laughs) You just need to maybe continue pursuing the path. I have to have the
2: courage to move in the way that it needs to
0: move. Okay. Okay. Um, so courage is something that you have to obviously reach into yourself for, um, nobody's going to give it to you. Are you still working with a coach in addition to coaching? Yeah. So i okay.
2: have, I still have two coaches. I have a real estate coach and I have a life, like right. a life mindset coach.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, That's fantastic. So that's, those, those are good supporting roles, um, for you to be, uh, connecting with, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, you touched upon the, the, the truly the, the being present, right? So like the whole. Um, being cognizant, conscious of what you're doing at the time, especially when it comes to vacation taking with the family. Um, I, honestly, like 2019 was my first vacation with our family in an unplugged sense. Keith mm-hmm. and our administrator at the time, um, went, uh, they went half and half on taking care of my job role for a week so that I could actually enjoy my first official vacation with our kids. Yeah. Um. You know, Jen and I, my, my wife and I, we've been to get, you know, we've been together for 20 years this year. Yeah. Uh, we've been married for 20 years this year and, you know, we'll go for a long weekend or whatever, and I'll leave the cell phone behind. That's okay. Right. But to spend a full week with just, just, yeah. just your family and focusing on being a family. And that is all. Uh, It's funny because our oldest Samantha, she, um, she remembers that week very distinctly. And she refers, very frequently refers back to it as her most treasured week in in, in our family. Um, And that keeps me going Mm -hmm. because the fact that she's now 15, she's now 16. So she was 12 at the time. No, geez, Louise, she was was 11 at the time. The fact that an 11 year old can, it can stick in her head like that is incredible. Right. Um, And so that, that keeps me fueled to continue doing that. So we're actually going to be doing, something in Florida in two weeks. We're going to go down for a week. Um, And I'm intentionally leaving all of my stuff here. That's awesome. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'll have my cell phone with me in case anybody for the business needs to reach me. But other than that, I'm not checking email. Yeah. I'll forward stuff, but I'm not answering anything, you know? Um, And you really have to carve out that time. If you don't, it's not going to wait for you. It's
2: gone in a blink of an eye. It's
0: not going to wait for you. Yeah. So, and you can't rewind it. So the the thing about business though, is that you can rewind that to a degree. You can do it over. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, new beginnings exist a lot easier in business than they do in families. Yeah. So
2: and it's really fun to blow it up.
0: <laughs> um wow. I've never referred I've never just heard it described as fun. Continue, please.
2: Um, there's a good book. It's called Your Stand is Your Brand. Okay. And it talks about how to get to this really pinnacle point in your business. Sometimes you have to blow it up. Sometimes you have to just say this isn't working and really understand that you have to let go of things to have it grow in a way
0: And that's that the you shaking, want it to grow. That's the shaking that you're talking about in 22 and 23. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like yeah. that. And is that where you develop this, this sense of um, motivation and, and, and confidence to do that? through this book or was there other avenues?
2: No, no, no. It definitely was. It it was just the reflection of it was time for me to really work on my relationship with my kids. Yep. You know, I didn't want my kids to grow up and think all life was was working yep. all the time, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so. it's so easy to get into that rut. Yeah. Um so you have 3 kids? 4. Four.
2: Yep. So I've got a 12-year-old? Yep. Um and then I've got a 20-year-old and two 22-year-old girls. Wow. Yeah. Are they twins? Well, we're a blended family, Your so I call her my Irish twin. Uh, <laughs> They're nine okay. months apart.
0: Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and are are do they do they come back home during school breaks or are they living on their own now?
2: Um Kind of a blend of both. So my middle daughter lives in Boston. She's in her last semester of school, but she works full time for Delta. Okay. So she's home very limitedly. Airlines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My oldest daughter just graduated, did a six month program in in North Carolina and is home now until she finds her adult job. Yep. And my son's on break from UMass now. So he's home until February, which is great. And I, I. Amherst. Like, yeah. Okay. And it's just the best to have the, their energy in the house is so good all the time. It's just fun and crazy and loud. And my 12 year old said to us last week, she goes, don't you think it's kind of better when they're not all here? <laughs> like we got into such a good flow. I got it myself ready. There was no screaming and yelling yeah. and arguing. I'm like, yeah, but when they're here, the energy's better. Yeah. You know, yep. not that it's bad when it's just us, but it's just a different energy.
0: I get it completely. So again, our oldest, yeah. she's got the, she's, she's almost 17 and she's been spending one to two nights a week sleeping over friends' houses Yeah. Um, just because she likes that independence. Mm-hmm. And she finally met her best friend um, in life and it took, it took us moving to Maine for mm-hmm. that to happen. Happened, yeah. um, and uh, without her there, there is a sense of peace because there's less like tension and conflict. Yeah, and she's stuff the like oldest. That, right? She's
2: that dominant character. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Um. But when she's not there, it's kind of lonely at the same time. There's something, there's a piece of the puzzle missing. Yeah. Right. And so you, You want it, but you don't want it, right? Like there's that push pull kind of thing. And we found that riding that wave, that ebb and flow is really enjoyable once you get into the rhythm of, of, um, having that separation and then having her come back and stuff like that. It's, it's actually very enjoyable for us because everybody gets a little bit of what they're looking for. Yeah. And that creates a sense of peace in the house that really has permeated through everyone's souls. Um, and really allowed us all to be a little bit more at ease yeah. and relaxed. And so. the
2: universe is training you for what's coming.
0: Yeah. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> it is. I there, hope so. It's going
2: to be a yo-yo. You know, yeah. there's going to be the come in and come back and come in and come yeah. back over the next couple of years for you as they continue to grow.
0: I guess my mom's right. <laughs> yeah, My mom's gone through that for quite a while. You know, yeah. I, I grew up one of nine kids and my mom is always, you know, saying, oh, I miss everybody. I miss everybody. And I'm like don't you enjoy the freedom and the, and the, and the solitude? She goes, no, I don't. She yeah. goes, cause my life was you guys for so long mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and it's hard to be the child as well as the parent, right? Cause like we're in the in-between phase, right? Oh, it's you know? the worst. It's so, a whole other conversation. Yeah.
2: Me having to take care of my mom after my dad died is oh. just such a challenge. Okay. You know,
0: my, my parents, uh, you know, fortunately are, are still in good health and yeah, I don't have to, actively you know do do that yet um but my mom's been talking a lot more lately about some morbidity stuff you know and yeah. like her final wishes and stuff and she's healthy otherwise uh, yeah but, but
2: thank goodness she's having those conversations because yeah. when they don't it's not easy <laughs> to <laughs> be fair. like hey we got to talk about that's this
0: fair. that's fair that's fair <laughs> yeah. um so from a family dynamic standpoint what's uh, what's on the horizon for you guys you said your your husband is working out of the country
2: So, um, he's just, he's in the military and he's kind of gotten to a place in his career where he, um, does travel a lot for the state of Massachusetts. And so like he gets to go to, he's going to Paraguay in a week and a half. He's was there four times last year. So this year I think he'll be traveling more there. Um, he's going to Georgia, he's going to Mongolia, like he gets to go to some pretty cool places. And so through this lens of being able to transition my business in different ways, I have more opportunities now to go with him when he goes to cool places. Nice. I mean, I don't necessarily know how long I want to spend in Paraguay, but you know.
0: That's fair. Yeah. You can cherry pick.
2: Yeah. He's going to Georgia for the first week in February. I'm going to go and just hang out with him for a week while he's there. Georgia and,
0: country or Georgia state? Georgia state. Okay. So, yeah. All which right.
2: is awesome because I've got three clients right outside of Atlanta. So I get to go and meet with them and see nice. their offices and nice. vibe with them, which oh, is awesome. coaching clients. Coaching clients, yep. yeah.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. so that's, So that's a good... That's a good dynamic that you got going on there. Yeah. Uh, and it works for you guys. Yeah. That's good. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's change it up a little bit and talk a little bit about real estate marketing. Got it. Um, because beyond the listing, it's, it's, it's a more of a holistic you know mm-hmm. question and we've been through some good stuff so far. Um, what are some marketing strategies that you are shifting out of and maybe heading into that you can give some insight into?
2: Great question. Um,
0: how are you shaking it up? I guess. Is
2: the How am I shaking it up? So when we looked at our game plan for this year, um, we kind of decided that we were going to do a lot more strategic marketing around the areas that we get our listings. Okay. Um, which is something that I haven't really done before. I've been lucky. I've been in this industry for you know t- twenty four years. Okay. So I have a big database full of people but we want to be way more intentional with how we're marketing to those people this year. Okay. So understanding that when we get opportunities in certain neighborhoods, making sure that we're really focused on bringing it back to those neighborhoods, meeting more people in those neighborhoods and telling the story as to why those clients chose us okay. and how we were able to help them.
0: Okay,
2: um, And then really switching up the narrative to get people to understand like a realtor's job is not to open a door and bake cookies for an open house. Like people hire me because I'm a problem solver. When I walked in here today, I said, this has to stay positive because I had to deal with some stuff this morning that was not good. You were
0: a problem solver today. <laughs> you
2: know, but it was a problem solver all week on a transaction where I was not representing the seller. It was not my job to sure. solve the seller's problems. Sure. But I had to say but to the agent, anyway. I said to the agent, I said, if your seller doesn't have enough money to do this, you need to find a way to get it to him so that the closing can happen. Yep. You know? Yep. And within 24 hours, that problem was solved.
0: Sure.
2: You know? Sure. And that's the job of a good agent. A good agent is to have phenomenal negotiating skills, but it's also really, really important that they have the network of problem solving and the people who can problem solve with them.
0: It's not necessarily doing it yourself. It's knowing who
2: who can come and do it quickly. And so I think agents need to really talk about that more and they need to, own the conversation about what the market expectations are, but also what differentiates them from their competitors and and leaning into those stories beyond the listing is a great way to bring that back.
0: Yep. And that's, that's what our goal is too. And obviously there's only so much that we can do from just media production. Right. Um, But the truth of the matter is we can help agents uh, really articulate that message to their clients. Yeah. I mean, Um, I
2: think if you guys haven't thought of it yet, it should be like, a class that is taught to agents on these are the things you need to do. This is how you tell the story because agents aren't okay. being taught that.
0: We had, to, we have batted that around at the initial onset of next level. Yeah. Um, and we need to revisit that side note for us. <laughs> That's on tape. No, that's fine. That's fine. You can, you can even show that.
2: But it's about shifting our industry and it's about making our industry better and getting and getting people to understand that when you go through a licensing class and you get sat down at a brokerage, it is on you to develop your own business and your own brand. And if you're not willing to step outside and find those resources you're in a lot of trouble right now. You
0: are, you are. And especially this past year, right? We had, we had such a decline in volume Mm -hmm. um, that a lot of agents exited the industry, Mm -hmm. uh, which ultimately is great for the agents that remained. um, Well, it's great
2: for the clients. I think it's great for the homeowners that need someone who's a true, dedicated full-time professional.
0: Correct, correct. Yeah. So um, I think that the dynamic that's shifting through these ebbs and flows of uh, volume and, and interest rates and all the, Wonderful hullabaloo that's going on there. Um, it's it's ultimately in the best interest of the client, yeah. um, which is which is beautiful. The challenge, of course, is as these dynamics are shifting, shifting with them, um, and a lot of agents, like you said, indicated before, it's being stuck in your own head. If it's been working so far, there's probably a decent there's probably a def- decent success rate that is going to continue working. But do you want to just maintain your status quo or do you want to grow or do you want to shift? Do you want to change? Um, And that's really going to be dependent on the agent, I think.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're an agent that's been in this industry, like I have 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and you've done business the way you've always done it and you're doing okay, that's all right. But if your consumer is constantly watching social media and they're not seeing you show up, in ways that are tangible on social media or through your own marketing pieces that you're giving to them, but they're constantly seeing these other agents talking and doing these things and showing their sales, they're going to think that you're out of business. Right. And it's so getting... Or behind the
0: times at the very least. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so we just don't want consumers to think that. We don't want consumers just to think because you're not showing up in these places that you're out of business. So it's figuring out how to shift your reach.
0: Sure. I get that. I get that. Um, And uh, so I'll take what you said to heart uh, in regards to uh, running classes. Um, I think that providing education on how to do it, or at least the why to do it, I think both should definitely be approached Um, is very important to educating agents to um, think beyond the listing. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause like, you know, we what, so beyond the listing podcast started out as think beyond the listing series of videos that we produced encouraging agents to do exactly I what know, I are talking about, all right? Them. Um, and the unfortunate part about the Think beyond the listing series is that me talking to a camera could only go so far mm-hmm. because how many times am I going to talk about Matterport or drone or yes. floor plans, right? Um, talking to agents every single time we have somebody across the table from me, it's a unique conversation. It is not what we expect, right? Um, I didn't, I I come in with, you know, my own ideas of like what we could talk about for starter points, but then the conversation becomes very agent centric um, and it exhibits a personality that you're obviously giving today and um, it gives fresh ideas and we walk out of it with value, not just, not just you guys. Um, And then of course our our listeners, our viewers, they're also getting value out of it. So that's a, that's a win, win, win right there. And that's why we decided to take beyond the listing to To the podcast and and so we're hoping to do more of that um, in in other areas of business, not just real estate. Um, We had uh, just before you came in. We do you know Joshua Page? Yeah,
2: I saw him walk out. Okay, so I was in the parking lot.
0: So Josh, Josh, and I had a wonderful, inspired conversation. It was fantastic. It doesn't really fit the Beyond the Listing series because it's not really real estate specific. It's more general business specific, Mm -hmm. um, which has equal value because one hundred percent. And the
2: reality is, is that every Every real estate agent across the country is a small business owner. Yep. And when you shift your your mindset from transactional-based to really looking at it from a business standpoint, yep. you see that every day you wake up unemployed and there's stuff that you have to do to you be successful.
0: Do. You do. Yep. You know,
2: and every single person that's ever worked under my umbrella understands that. They wake up every single day unemployed.
0: Yep. It you gives know? you the thirst, too. Yeah. Um, and, and realizing that your job is only as temporary as your existing listings. That's, that's pretty sobering. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that the agents that are remaining, the ones that identify that are going to have the fire in their bellies to continue pushing yeah. the envelope.
2: So bringing it back to like Josh, like he's such an inspirational business owner and his story is so inspirational. And when you have the mindset that you can learn something from anybody, regardless if they're in their industry or not, I think it's critical going to be moving in past
0: 2024. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm really anxious to see, see how, 2024 shapes up um, regardless of what the market does. I don't care. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, you know, it, even though we had a, we had a, a bumpy volume basis for 2023, we did some amazing things as a company. Yeah. And I retained all of our talent. Like, yep. no, we didn't have to lay and off it grew anybody in
2: new and inspiring ways. That's
0: exactly it. Right. You know? And so it, we, we did our own shakeups, yeah. you know, and, and they were done in such a fashion that um, it's, it's nice and motivating for people around because they're seeing something new happen and, mm-hmm. and they want to be a part of it, yeah. which is definitely the magic in all of it. So, well, thank you very much for coming in and having a very inspiring conversation, Sarah.
2: Well, thank you for, I mean, everything that you bring, like you've, your company has really stretched our area of central Massachusetts and elevated the way that I can do my job. And it was at such a critical time that I knew that I needed that to happen. That's so awesome. It's been a really cool relationship I think that we've had over the years
0: I agree I yeah. agree
2: and I love that you've always been when I message you and I'm like you guys have to do this you don't you're not like oh she's crazy no
0: <laughs> not at all I, I I take I take what you what you say to heart and sometimes it takes a couple pokes yeah. for me to like get to get my mind on to that next thing um, but the truth of the matter is because of clients like yourself that were able to, shift gears and 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 look at things in a different lens. I think that for what it's worth, I don't think that you needed to become a coach to take your blinders off. I think that your blinders were pretty darn off to begin with. Um, oh, thanks. You might be stuck in your own head for yourself, but I think that you've always been available to help people get out of their own heads in the process. Yeah. So oh, just as a point of sweet. encouragement. Thank you. Um, so I hope that if nothing else, you walk out of today with a sense of confidence that helps you find your next North star. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Sarah.
2: Thank you.